This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, David, and today's game will feature Benchwarmer Scott and first-time guest and equipment manager for our Patreon team, Josh Snyder, versus the team of Marcus and returning guest and assistant coach for our Patreon team, Drew Top. All right. That's a lot of information there. So let's start with Josh, since it's your first time on a real full episode. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, team allegiances, anything else you want to share? Sure, David. I'm excited to be here. I'm from Philly originally, but moved down to Baltimore 15 years ago. So naturally, I'm a Seahawks fan for my entire life. Go Hawks. <laughs> and uh, other than that, you know, Sixers from the hometown, uh, Orioles from here. And, you know, why not the Kraken? Because Seattle, right? Um, so, yeah, what else can I say? Just excited to play today. That's awesome. Well, we're super happy to have you. So, Scott. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself? No, never mind. Just give us a team name and tell us how, you're yeah, doing, you, how, how the ankle is doing, maybe. You, you don't want to know anything else. I, I'd love to give ankle updates, but literally nothing is happening. I'm just elevating it until my surgeon says otherwise. So I'm not in any pain. I feel good. I'm ready to like move around again. I just can't. And I have this giant reminder that I can't <laughs> do oh. anything. So, um, But other than that, I'm good. I'm excited to team with Josh. We played in a fast break game against one another uh, last month. So if you haven't listened to that yet, uh, do so. And if you're not a patron and don't have access to it, become one so that you can listen to it because it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm excited to team with him. What he buried in the lead there was that uh, he went to high school with one Kobe Bryant, Lower Marion High School. And since I once shared the same basketball court as Jimmer Fredette within like minutes of each other, like we were in passing. Um, so I like <laughs> to think I like to think that he dribbled on some of my sweat. We decided for our team name that we would be Kobe and Jimmer. Makes sense to me. All right, Drew, why don't you remind us uh, who you are and what your team allegiances are? Yeah, yeah. My name is Drew. I'm from the Midwest, from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, my affiliations, I go with the Cincinnati Reds, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Ooh. Can't forget a strong uh, strong article there. I'm <laughs> also nice. a uh, former collegiate golfer, so I also stay up on the PGA Tour quite a bit. Oh, really nice. Who'd you? Who, where'd you play? Uh, private D3 school in the, uh, over here in Indiana. Man- nice. uh, Manchester. Nothing crazy. Nice. That's very cool. And you still play a lot? I do. Uh, I've got a couple of just generic amateur events coming up here in the next month. Oh, wow. Nothing nothing too serious. I'm not, not expecting to win any, any tough money. All right. Very cool. We're very happy to have you back. And Marcus, why don't you tell us how you're doing and give us a team name for you guys. I'm doing great. I'm going to throw it back to Drew because he came up with the team name. I, I, I didn't admittedly have anything to do with this, so I'm going to toss it back. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, been chilling with my two-year-old daughter for a while. She loves the TV show Bob's Burgers, and they're doing a, an episode where they're ripping on uh, Rocky. He's like, it's not the eye of the tiger, it's the look of the lion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is tremendous. I didn't get the reference when you sent me the team name, but that is very good. I love it. All right. I think, so- I think H. John Benjamin could say anything, and I would laugh, so that's, that's it's good. That's yeah. fair. Awesome. Who did you say you've been chilling with your daughter for a little bit? Would that be like for two years? Would you say? <laughs> she's um, well, you know, no. The first year was the. Uh, <laughs> I didn't yeah, see it. There, there were too many diapers, so I just like popped in every now and again. 
<laughs> you were like you you were like her her uh, like like a passing friend. You were just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'll talk to you. I'll Say talk you to you when you're cooler. What, yeah, once yeah, she yeah. hit two and Bob's Burgers was on the menu, then he was yeah. Down yeah. Once once she got her TV show, you know, kind of uh, taste figured out and got off the Caillou, we got we got right <laughs> straight from straight from Caillou to Bob's Burgers. That should have been your team name. All I right. Don't care why that kid has no hair and Caillou, but, you know, that's no, right. Not, and and yeah. talks in a whiny voice all the time because he's Canadian. All right. No offense to our Canadian fans. All right. We've got our teams, Kobe and Jimmer versus the look of the lion. Let's get on with this. Let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Okay, sure that was informative for our newer players. So, today's first quarter is going to be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Okay, question number one of pre and post game. Other than the Bulls, the only NBA team that placed two players on the 1992 Dream Team and the player who was chosen for the cover of MLB 23, the show. Uh, David, we're going to check in. All right, Kobe and Jimmer have checked in. Look at the lion. You guys can talk it out. Well, I think we were about to check in. Drew was all over this. Go ahead and tell us what you what you had, Drew. Yeah, so 92 Dream Team, only Jazz I would have thought of to be on the team would have been Stockton and Malone. And then uh, playing will be the show almost daily. So uh, that would be Jazz Chisholm from the Marlins. Perfect. And so I think we can go with the uh, Utah Jazz Chisholm. All right. And Kobe and Jimmer? Yep, a little bit of a reverse engineer for me as well, because uh, I knew, I remember Jazz Chisholm's the cover athlete for the show, so then it only made sense. So we also checked in with Utah Jazz Chisholm. All right, and both teams are receiving points. Well done. Maybe someone could explain to me why Jazz Chisholm was chosen as the cover guy. Because he's got like swag, David. Exactly. Hot. You wouldn't understand this. he's got he drip, like a... he's got swag, he's bussing, as All right. the kids he's would say. He's a young, flashy athlete, David, a YCG, something I, you don't uh, know about. I... <laughs> I see. I would Fair have gotten enough. that, but I got so mad playing the show yesterday that I, I, I rage quit. So I was just a little slow on that one. Playing, Fair hey, enough. playing Road to the Show is is hard, and it makes me upset sometimes. Now that I had to look up Jazz Chisholm on Urban Dictionary, I wasn't sure what it meant. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never go, never ever go to Urban Dictionary as your source for anything. But yes. Gave him, uh, the old jazz, gave him the old jazz chism. Give him the old jazz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two of pre and post game. We're already, we're already off the rails. One question in. Question number two. The last Notre Dame quarterback selected in the first round of the NFL draft and the school that won the most recent Frozen Four NCAA hockey championship. 
David, we can check in. All right. Kobe and Jimmer have checked in. Look at the line. We got two minutes. Okay. So part of being on the show, Drew, is you just absorb information. <laughs> and what's disgusting, the thing that disturbs me the most is I think I thought of the school first. You had the school first on this one? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, who's good at hockey? It makes me sad that like this is my life now. Is that I went, who's good at hockey? <laughs> and the first thing that popped up to me is Quin- Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac is that how you say oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Brady Quinn. There you yeah, go. Yeah, because I'm I'm oh. trying to think because I think Deshaun Kaiser was the second round. Yep, and then I was looking at, like Jimmy Clausen even. Oh gosh, was <laughs> but he was like, even before that. Remember, before Mel that. Kiper said he would quit if Jimmy Clausen wasn't good. Still there, he's still <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. So, are you good with a uh, Brady? I am Quinnipiac. <laughs> I do. I do like that. I was thinking about that. All right, we're gonna check in with that, David. All right, and Kobe and Jimmer. Yeah, another one of the Browns' amazing picks in the first round. Uh, Brady Quinnipiac is right. That's perfect. And Marcus gave the perfect rundown. It's, it has been a while since a first-round quarterback for from Notre Dame. All right, let's move quickly on to question number three of pre- and post-game. Mike Gundy, three-word phrase famously said at a press conference right before I'm 40, and the Brazilian who was the first woman to become a two-division UFC champion. All right, David, we're checked in. All right, Kobe and Jimmer have checked in again. Look at the lion. Time, time to talk it out. So, obviously, it's the I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm 40. <laughs> wait, get wait, really get into it, Drew. I want to I want you to give your best Mike Gundy right now. <laughs> just just I'm a man, I'm 40. Just ready, oh, ready, go. I can't pull off the mullet. I can't pull off the mullet. <laughs> it's, a, it's an audio medium. We just need your 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 Mike Gundyist. I'm a man, I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man, I'm 40. Hey, that's pretty good, yeah. actually. See, well that done. Was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, and, and UFC I think it's is Amanda Nunez. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She's uh, and uh, ju- and just recently retired. So, yep. Uh, Didn't catch so, that, but yeah. Yeah, she uh, she she won another. Oh, here, let's uh, here we'll finish this first. <laughs> well, David, we'll check in with. I'm Amanda Nunez. <laughs> Very nice. All right, that's what I was hoping to hear. Okay, Kobe and Jimmer. Uh, yeah, same thing here. Got it right away. I mean, it, it only made there could only be one fighter after after Mike Gundy. So we also checked in with I'm Amanda Nunez. Well done. Both teams are receiving points. Nothing to add to that. I'm not going to provide my own imitation to try to top you guys. <laughs> yeah, but she uh, she won her title defense. I can't even remember who who it was that she uh, she beat. But yep, put her gloves down in the middle of the octagon, which is the you know the move to do when you're. You, near an MMA fighter. So, yep, she's retiring on top as a double champ. So it's awesome. Yeah. Good for her. All right. Question number four, major league pitcher who in 2002 became the first active major leaguer to die during the season since Thurman Munson. And besides Mike Ditka, the only rookie tight end to have more than a thousand receiving yards in a season. By far the hardest one, by the way. And and dark. (laughs) David, we're going to check in. All right, Kobe and Jimmer have checked in. The look of the line. Talk it out. Okay. I feel like, oh man, rookie tight end. Tight end is so difficult to have a great year off the bat. It's, how confident do you feel about Kittle? I remember he came out with an absolute bang, but obviously there's been an absolute slew of tight ends in between them that could have had a random 
pop off for that one. Well, year. there's that, and then like some of the some of the guys in the past actually did have some pretty big years. Like you think of guys like Winslow and Newsom, and so I think yeah. if so, do you have anything on this 2002? Yeah, and then I was thinking of Tyler Skaggs, but that was recent, recent. Yeah, and then there was that one uh, rookie for the Cubs that got hit in the back of the head, and then he. But I don't think he ended up dying. I think he ended <laughs> up just. And I don't want to be the cause of that one. <laughs> yeah, the thousand yard thing is interesting because it's a rookie tight end. It. I don't know if it's. All right, this I'm, is tough. I'm gonna need an answer. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, really? We didn't even get. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, I don't really have. So, whose last name is George besides Paul George or Boy George? <laughs> I think like 2002, and he was active at the time. Yeah, I just don't remember this. I I don't know why, and and it's and it's preventing us from getting the other half. Uh, yeah, because obviously there's a lot of names that could work. Like, yeah, let's. Uh, Jeremy could be a last name with Jeremy Shockey. Let's say. <laughs> I mean, let's say boy. It's a horrible Kittle. pitching injury for Ron <laughs> for for lack of nothing better. We'll check in with boy George Kittle. <laughs> Which, by the way, is going to be a phenomenal graphic. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Kobe and Jimmer. Yeah, this was uh, this was definitely a team effort. I had the first part, and then Josh sent over the second part. I remember this happening in two thousand two. He was because he was a, a pretty well known name. It wasn't like a, you know a bottom of the roster guy. Um, and it was this was a little bit before Corey Lytle, which I think was the next guy after him. But uh, this was Daryl Kyle. Um, so I remember when that happened, and once I typed that to Josh, he said Kyle Brady. And I do remember him having that big rookie season. So we checked in with Daryl Kyle Brady. Oh man, neither team is receiving points. There's I mean, no chance Kyle Brady had a thousand. I, yards. I, I <laughs> was absolutely, I was absolutely convinced you had this because Daryl Kyle was the hard part. The other yeah. half, the correct answer you were looking for is Daryl Kyle Pitts. Oh, Kyle oh. Pitts makes I was sense. Kyle Rudolph. Ah, uh, now that There's also a lot of Kyles good. out there. <laughs> there are. <laughs> But Kyle Pitts was the old, was the first rookie since Mike Ditka to have a thousand receiving yards. I, I, I oh, forget for the he Falcons. had a thousand because I he, even forgot his first name was Kyle. Like I didn't. And, and, <laughs> fair enough. Well, remember, there's like nobody else. There was nobody else to throw to on that team. So yeah. Well, they, right. yeah, I forgot they actually threw the football. That's why. Oh, man. Yeah, they know the wow, because they didn't last year. I got I stuck on that Brady Bunch commercial with Kyle Brady and Tom Brady back from when <laughs> oh, I forgot I like, about oh, yeah. that. I when you said Kyle Brady, I was like, I will eat. My own shoe is Kyle. <laughs> You're gonna pull a Mel Kiper and yeah. Yes. Sorry, Scott. That uh, led you astray okay. there. I I wouldn't I wouldn't remember Kyle. Pitts. Let me tell you something. Kyle Brady did not have 1,000 yards. <laughs> Todd. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Was that good? Yeah, it felt weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. We appreciate that you're working up to the mall. I think like that's if, good. If Mel if Mel Kiper was black, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. With Melvin, <laughs> not so you much. need the hair to get the right resonance. That's like right. That's tough. Nobody's got that. That's got to be a piece. Of so after the first quarter, we have a barn burner so far. So we are at Kobe and Jimmer with seventy-five points, and the look of the lion also with seventy-five points. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia that you have come to expect from us. 
There are also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmer swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. So that will move us on to the second quarter, which will be Flop, Turn, and River. Flop, Turn, and River. For this quarter, there will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue, 20. Question number one of our Flop Turn and River. Who am I? Clue one. I was drafted in the first round by the Minnesota Twins, but decided to return to my senior year of college. Clue two. I attended college with two future big league teammates, and I'm the only baseball player to have my number retired by Georgia Tech. And clue number three. I'm the only person to have played in the Little League World Series, College World Series, MLB World Series, the Olympics, and the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, we're all going to take the next clue. Yeah. Uh, well, Kobe and Jim are going to take another clue. Look at the lion. You guys are also going to take another clue. Okay. So now that they're, no, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we're in the, we're in the same boat. We'll, now that, we'll now, yeah. now that these Clydes are out of the way. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. So our, our turn clue. I am one of two catchers along with Carlos Ruiz to, to have caught four major league baseball, no hitters. I don't think we're anywhere near it. We probably need to take the, the last clue. All right, Kobe and Jimmer have decided to take the last clue. Look at the lion. What do you think about that last thing I said? It's more of, I'm more going at it from the the last clue, the no hitters thing. Dude, I'm trying to think back because now I'm trying to piece together with what pitchers would have thrown it. Right. Um, how much time, do we need to make a decision, David? You would do. That would be great. Okay. Do you, uh, do you feel good enough about that to take one, or do you just want to get the last clue? I mean, they're also taking the last clue, so it's not the worst um, thing in the world. I mean, yeah, it's a tie ball game, so I feel like we'd take the last clue and maybe risk a little later. Okay. Sounds good. We will take another one, David. All right. Our last clue. Though several wanted to, I'm the only player to hit A-Rod in the face during a game. Oh, <laughs> we can check in. <laughs> yep. All right. And, okay, so look at the line is checked in. Kobe and Jimmer. You guys want to talk this out? I didn't. For some reason, Jason Veritek wasn't. I didn't expect it to be him for whatever reason, but it seems like it is. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I'll, I'll say this for, for you and Marcus. Mariners organization legend, Jason Veritek. <laughs> Look at the lion. What have you got? Yep. Uh, Drew and I were talking about uh, Russell Martin. Uh, Joe Maurer was the name that was thrown out. And then... I was like thinking about a pitcher who or a catcher who would have played with enough pitchers that have thrown no hitters. And I said, what about Veritek? And I guess I should have known because I, I, I guess I, I know I had a Veritek rookie card at some point, but it just didn't stick. So, uh, yep. That's why we took the extra clue. And here we are with, yeah. Okay. We'll just, yeah. Jason Veritek. <laughs> All right. David, did did he catch Clay Buckholz's? Nice. I know you were so, about to name. Yes. So so both teams are receiving points. And Jason Veritek, as I mentioned, he 
caught four no hitters. It was actually Derek Lowe, John Lester, Clay Buckholtz, and Hideo Nomo, amazingly. Uh, and also, uh, I I guess maybe maybe this is a know your host thing. I, I try to keep away from these, but since I'm a Red Sox fan, he he played at Georgia Tech with Nomar Garcia Parra, Noma, and Jay Payton, who who played for the Red Sox oh, for a yeah. while. And at one point, the three of them were together on the Red Sox, just like they were on Georgia Tech. So and and for some extra, uh, David, do you remember who Veritech and Derek Lowe and others were traded for? I do, I do because that, I used him on the grid yesterday. That would be Heathcliff Slocum. Yes, it was awful. It was, oh, was, we can't have Lou Pinella's nephew throw uh, closing games anymore because he sucks. Let's trade the farm for Heathcliff Slocum. Yeah, it was it was Mariners and Red Sox on the grid, and I was like, oh, I know who that is. Philly's legend Heathcliff Slocum, who yeah, at one right. point during the '93 World Series had an infinity ERA. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> ERA, yeah, that's that's impressive. Question number two of Flop Turn and River, also a Who Am I? Clue number one: I was a consensus All-American nose tackle in both my junior and senior seasons in college. Clue number two: I finished ninth in the Heisman Trophy voting during my junior year, the top vote getter amongst defensive players. Clue number three. I was drafted by the Cleveland Browns of the NFL, but would go on to play in both the USFL and the CFL. We're going to take another clue. All right. So Kobe and Jimmer have decided to take another clue. The look of the lion. You guys want to talk for a minute or so before you decide what you're going to do? Well, that depends, Drew. How much do you trust me? Well, we didn't trust you got the last time, so I feel like uh, if we go for it this time, then. Okay, because this is going to be my one. I'm going to put my foot down, and I think, I think I, I feel good about it. So we are going to check in. I love it. All right. Well, the look of the line has checked in. Kobe and Jimmer going to get the second clue. I am the first black man to be a world champion in the sport for which I am most famous. Oh, is this Ron Simmons? I am the first black man to be a world champion in the sport, which I'm most famous. To me, that's Ron Simmons because he's the first black world heavyweight champion back in WCW. And he did play football. He was a, a defensive lineman. Dan, I think we made the right decision. <laughs> go ahead and check it in, Scott. <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and check in with Ron Simmons. Boom. All right. And after the first set of clues, the look of Lion checked in. What did you guys have? Drew, thank you for trusting me. I, I typed to <laughs> Drew. I said, I think David's trying to sneak in a wrestling question. And there's a Ron Simmons was so good at football and yeah, but he was undersized. So decided to play in the CFL and then he won the world title in WCW. And I was thinking that that was the next clue possibly, or maybe the fifth clue, but yeah, we checked in with damn Ron Simmons. <laughs> David, right. please tell me the fifth clue is just damn. It was go. It was going to be, but I, I decided to go a little bit deeper. I, all I said was in my career, I wrestled as Farouk in the nation of domination and as part of doom. And then I threw in the damn. So exactly. Can't quite do it like you can. Yeah. So, so Ron Simmons, uh, so there's points all the way around. Ron Simmons played in the, uh, for the 1984 Tampa Bay bandits, which you guys would not remember, but among his teammates were Nate Newton, Gary Anderson. I don't know if you remember the longtime kicker, Gary Anderson and Lex Luger. So there you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Did, did you ask if we knew Gary Anderson? I think some of this podcast might know about Gary Anderson. <laughs> yeah, they might. Nerds. Also, David, are you saying that there were two WCW World Champions on the Tampa Bay Bandits in 1984? It's true. That's a good point. Yes. All right. Question number three. Who am I? The flop. 
I was elected to the Hall of Fame in 2003. Clue number two, I was the first Hall of Famer to have my number retired by the team for which I started and ended my career. And clue number three, as a seven-year-old, I was a national champion in the punt, pass, and kick contest in the first year the competition was held. What's the, uh, there sounds like some like spaceship noises. Is that, is that? Uh, okay. This is the uh, podcast first. Someone's being abducted by aliens. During a <laughs> Not a first. They can probe me. Right. Marcus is going to the memory probe. <laughs> I'm totally fine going for another one here. I mean, I feel like we're just trying to rise to David's bait in terms of this challenge. All right. Yes. Uh, we'll take another clue. <laughs> All right. Kobe and Jimmer have decided to take another clue. The look at the lion. Let's get a decision in about 30 seconds of what you're going to do. Yeah. We're going to take another clue as well. All right. Clue number four, the turn. I was an 11-time All-Star, and though I was primarily known as a catcher, I was a defensive substitution in right field in the 1975 All-Star game. We're going to check in. All right, Kobe and Jimmer have checked in. Look at the lion. About a minute and a half to decide what you're going to do. Okay, so they've checked in so we can talk. Um, Okay. Yeah, so 11 times is a lot. I mean, Johnny Bench... It went to a lot. Um, yeah, he was Fisk. perennial. Yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to think of anyone in that rough time frame. My my time frames, anything pre 90s is, I mean, the 1950s and 1980s could be two years apart for me. <laughs> right. 2003 though. When That's when do you think Johnny me... Bench retired? Do you think he got to the 90 uh, World Series? Uh, that seems that late. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, maybe because I know he was, I don't know if he was on the roster, but he might've been in his system, in their system. I think Dan Wilson was in the system and in Cincinnati before he became a Mariners legend. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so that's, what's throwing me is like, would it have taken Johnny bench until 2003 to get elected? Probably not. That's killing me. I feel like, I feel like that's a long time beginning of career type move yeah just yeah. for the career to have to go into seven from and then 75 to five, what 98 roughly 97 somewhere in that range 23 years that's what i'm trying like he has to be someone who's like blacklisted a little bit like where people just wouldn't vote for him because that's yeah like yeah traditional baseball thing now right I, I just I don't I don't know enough this era's I don't have enough in this era to to grab onto something. I'm with you on this one. I mean, yeah, it could be either the one we said. It could be neither of them. I okay. don't have anything firm to grasp on on this one. You want to just take the fifth one, call it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather try and get it right than not at all. <laughs> I'm down for that. All right, we'll take the last clue, David. All right, the river just for you guys. I was nicknamed the kid and was the cleanup hitter for the 1986 New York Mets. I have no idea who played catcher for the Mets in 1986. Like nicknamed the kid. Yeah. I mean, a lot of nicknames, especially like the kid. I mean, it seems like it's gotta be something that rhymes. So do we think? I mean, I mean, well, Ken Griffey Jr. Was nicknamed the kid for a long time. That's who I think of when I think of the kid. I think of the same, same. That's the same. That's why I went right there. Yeah. Was he Mike Piazza for any reason? No, he no, that's no. not. Um, I wish it was. That does like um, I was like I'm trying to think of any net. I'm Mets trying catcher to think. Of, not like I'm just trying to now. think of catchers in like that era. 
Because the 75 is now throwing me too. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Travis I just, Darno. I just don't. I just yeah, don't let's try. It. Let's try to think of anyone before Darno. You know, <laughs> I don't like know. Paul DeLuca. Um, I don't know, man. I I don't have anything. This is just nothing to me. It means nothing. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So we're uh... so let's throw out a lucky name. Let's uh, <laughs> we have Williams, we have Jackson, we have uh, Davis, we have. Um... I like Davis for a nice '80s. 80s Mets name. Yeah. Definitely last name Davis. Definitely not Crash Davis, but definitely a Davis is what we're going to check in with. Kobe Oof. and Jimmer? What you got? Uh, yeah, I after after clue four, so I thought of three names from 1975 catcher in the All-Star game. And it was two they were they had, Johnny Bench and Carlton Fisk, and then it was the uh, this guy. And we were trying to think of franchise-wise who would be the first guy to be inducted for that franchise. And so we like we didn't feel comfortable with Fisk or Bench because we felt like those teams would have other Hall of Famers. Um and then I think we it was retired numbers, it. not Hall of Famers. Oh yeah, right? sorry, so, retired, yeah. yeah, retired numbers. Like they would they would definitely have retired numbers. And so then uh after clue four, what made sense was what we came up with and we checked in with Gary Carter. One team is receiving points. I feel bad. I I I tried to write my <laughs> fifth one as a as a as a as a sort of a giveaway so that everybody gets it by the, by the river. Yeah. Johnny bench had a phenomenal career. I mean, arguably the best career ever for a catcher. He, he was, he was not only not in the 90 reds, he was already in the hall of fame. He probably retired in the mid nineties. Yeah. It was probably in the world. It probably in the hall of fame in the, by, by 89, I want to say something like that. Cause Joe Morgan was probably around 90. So anyway, mm-hmm. yes, it is. It is Gary Carter. Um, that is correct. And, he was actually not the first expo to have their jersey retired. It was actually Rusty Staub, but he was the first Hall of Famer to have their jersey retired. And he he did one of those things at the end of his career after he went, he went he to went the Mets, to the... he won the World Series, and he went back to like play a half a season and retired and whatever. And they probably retired his jersey then and all that. So anyway, I apologize to the to the look of the line. You don't have to. I don't know a thing about Gary Carter. He's an he's nothing. It's I've I've have a lot of space in my brain, David, for a lot of stupid stuff, and Gary Carter is just <laughs> nowhere in there. Oh. I think he was a former president, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so after the second quarter, we still have a very close game. Kobe and Jimmer has pulled out to a slight lead with 155 points. The look of the lion is right on their tails with 145 points. And that will bring us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points. All right. Since we had so much fun with the pre and post game, we're going to do, this is regular pre and post game, except that half of each of these clues is going to be a past or present ESPN sports anchor. And for that person, the only thing I'm going to tell you is one of their catchphrases. So for example, if I said to you, the only player to win four most outstanding player awards in the final four and cool like the other side of the pillow, you would say Brianna Stewart Scott. Make sense? Not so hard. Yeah. You, you, can you we, couldn't have can, given us that one. Can, <laughs> uh, question number one. You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. And the first Kansas City Chief to be featured on the cover of Madden. All right. We're checked in. All right. Kobe and Jimmer have checked in. Look at the lion. Time to talk this out. It's definitely Patrick Mahomes. 
So I believe the first half would have to be Dan Patrick. No other Chiefs got on there before then? No, because Joe Montana had his Odin game. Yeah, I was thinking even like Larry Johnson or Priest Holmes because they had those big, big years. No, because like uh, Priest Holmes was getting beat out by, well, shout out because he's a hero, but Peyton Hillis. He was losing out to like Peyton Hillis and like yeah. Marshall Falk. Jamal Lewis, some of these other guys that were on right. random ones. Right. Um, so I, I'm I mean, fairly positive it's it's it'd be Dan Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'm all yeah, I'm with you on that one. Okay. That's uh, what we're checking in with. All right. And Kobe and Jimmer. Yeah, I, I quickly in my head went through the Madden covers and there's like there's no other chief. So I had to be Mahomes. So it just made sense. Dan Patrick Mahomes. Both teams are receiving points. I had actually written this one as a question about Patrick Kane, but when Ede wasn't on, I, I lifted my hockey questions. Oh, boo. Or, or most of my hockey questions anyway. Yeah. All right. So good. Question number two. Well, except for this hockey question. Goalie for the arguably most famous sports team in U.S. history and Jumanji. David, we would like to check in. I'm sure you would. Okay. Look at the line that's checked in. Kobe and Jimmer. We'll give you about 30 seconds to talk this out if you need it. We, we have no idea. So I decided, what if we just go twofer and we name two ESPN anchors and it gives us a better chance. So we have Brian Kenny Main. We have Stuart Scott Van Pelt. And then we decided to go with an ESPN guy and an NFL Network guy. So we're going to check in with John Butcher Gross Tucker. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Okay. Sadly, yes, there will be no points. Uh, but... The look of the line. You want to tell us the right answer? Probably not, honestly. Okay. <laughs> um, Drew was clutch on the first part because I was struggling, like trying to figure out um, who the goalie was. And he said, Jimmy. And I said, oh, my gosh, I think it's Jim Craig. And then mm -hmm. sat there and we've been just been talking about uh, we've just been talking about Craig's that we know that are hosts. So we're Eric checking Robinson. in. <laughs> We're checking in with Jim Craig Kilborn for no reason other than that's what that's a person who hosts stuff. One team will be receiving points. Not us. The correct answer is Jim Craig Kilborn. Are you being serious? Yes. Did you wait? Which part? Which part are you surprised by? The fact that he was an ESPN host or the yes, I didn't know Craig. I know Craig Kilborn from being in uh like the Daily old Show, school, old school, and the Daily Show, and yeah, and did he have his own late night show? Yeah, yeah, he so, did. So but he gosh, was on ESPN. I have lost track of time. He must have been on ESPN in the nineties. I'm trying to remember now because I don't have good. I mean, I know, I know the early, early guys, and I know the most recent guys. I, he, yes, he was on ESPN. Early nineties, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Early nineties. Wow. Well, no done. idea. That I had is, no idea. That is impressive. Jim right. Craig, such a white name, Jim Craig. Well, <laughs> at least you had the right team. You, you knew which, you knew which team it was. Yeah, Jim Craig was the famous goal. If you watch Miracle <gasps> the movie, or if you go back and watch, I mean, Jim Craig was. He was on back in the day. He was on like every kid's wall. He was he and Aruzioni were like the heroes of that team. You can never trust somebody with two first names. <laughs> no, never. And, and every guy with last name Craig has two first names: Roger Craig, Jim Craig, Alan Craig. Like, what's up with this? You know I don't what? Trust any of them because their last name's Craig. Here's what I have <laughs> so to say: Parker Craig. Here's what I have to say. The best thing about people with two first names is they they make it really easy to write pre and post games. All right, so just That's true. just back back it off, my friends. All right, question number three: sitcom on Hulu that takes place in rural Ontario, partially revolving around a small town hockey team and 
I am amused by the simplicity of this game. Or if you prefer, he's leaving. That's more beer for us. We can check it in, David. All right. Kobe and Jimmer have almost immediately checked in. That leaves the look of the lion. uh, Yeah, I think we can shout out to uh, Scott on this one for helping out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. I knew it was Letterkenny right off the bat. And then you uh, mentioned Kenny Main for us. So that was an easy callback. You're you're double welcome because I'm mm. I'm also um, the purveyor of Hulu on this podcast. So. That's true. Seattle <laughs> legend Kenny Maine. What? What's that? Oh, Kenny Maine's a huge Seattle sports fan. Massive. Oh, I, okay. I think he lives. I think he lives up here. I don't know for sure if he actually okay. does still, but yeah, he's a huge Seattle sports guy. So yeah. All right. So did you give me your answer? You did, right? Yep, letter Kenny Maine. All right, both teams are receiving points. Yeah, well done. I wanted to work in a letter Kenny answer, so I wrote the entire halftime around getting in letter Kenny Maine. So did you did well you done. get our answer? You did. You said it, didn't you? Well, you referred to having given it, but yeah, oh, okay. it's letter Kenny Maine. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I I figured as much. You guys checked in so fast. Maybe that'd be the best bluff ever is if you check in so fast to fool the host, and then he turns they have no idea. And, and, and David's like, all right, both teams getting their points. All right, exactly. All right. Well, after halftime, we have a lead change. Uh, the look of the lion has now surged out to the lead with 220 points, and Kobe and Jimmer is still very close behind at 205. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. All right. List number one of five on three. I'm looking for the five NHL teams that have won a Stanley Cup in their current location but never won one in their former location. We're going to check in. All right. The look of the lion has checked in and Kobe and Jimmer now have two minutes to tell me what they're going to do. I just want to, well, I mean, you know what we're going to do. We're going to check in eventually, but um, (laughs) I got one. I just want to put that out there. I got Dallas. You did. You did. And we got the Carolina Hurricanes, who used to be the Hartford Whalers. Wahoo! Whalers. And the New Jersey Devils, who used to be the Colorado Rockies, which leads me to another one, which is the Avalanche, who used to be the Quebec Nordiques. So that's four. So the other one is the Calgary Flames, who used to be in Atlanta. Got them. There it is. Check it in. All right. You get get those, David? I did. And You did because they're the right five. Okay, cool. I didn't say that. I just said you checked in five. Kobe and Jimmer have checked in with five answers. And the look of the line, what did you guys have? Yeah, we were talking. I was like, I remember Calgary came from Atlanta. So I was like, I feel like I was just going purely off of franchise that I knew had moved. So we went with Calgary. I remember the uh, Dallas Stars as well. And then Marcus came up with the Avalanche coming from the Nordiques. And then right after we checked in, I thought of Carolina. 
but we only went with the Flames, Stars, and Avalanche for those three. Both teams are receiving points. Well done, especially to Kobe <laughs> and Jimmer for pulling all no, no, five. Just, just Kobe. Just, uh, just Kobe. <laughs> right. Well Mamba done. out. I think. I think Josh. <laughs> Josh pretty much. <laughs> Yeah. The now, white now, mamba. now it is getting it just got dark between daryl kyle and kobe bryant all right so yes so both teams are receiving points um the correct answers were the avalanche who were formerly the quebec nordiques the stars who are obviously the dallas north stars the hurricanes who were formerly the hartford whalers calgary flames formerly atlanta and the new jersey devils who were formerly the colorado rockies well done well done list number two the players who have had five or more consecutive 40 home run seasons since 1990 fine we're going to check in all right kobe and jimmer have checked in look at the line you have about another minute yes uh <laughs> you came with sammy sosa right away i agree uh a rod for sure yeah and then i said i i'm almost positive my lord and savior george kenneth griffey jr also did it um yeah, and like you said just- it just scared yeah, me a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was um it was the years after the injury, and then I'm fairly certain his first year in Cincinnati he hit 40. So I think it's like I think it's a mix of the two. Hamilton <laughs> and Stanton are both Gary to me from that injury front too. Do you have how how strongly do you feel about I said I know Stanton's hit like 40 plus and damn near every season he's played in. Yeah, but it's the consecutive part. Yeah, cause... that's what scares me because you know he had that fractured face from that Mike Fires fastball. Ugh, gosh. I can't think of a thing that I would want less to happen to me on a sports field. I'd rather have Joe that get Joe Theismann or Alex Smith than take a... I had that happen on a baseball field. It's not fun. Yeah, I get tagged in the face. No, no, no. Yeah, I caught a, caught a liner. It wasn't fun. Oh, okay. Oh, and we also decided that, yeah, duh, Barry Bonds. What are we even talking about? Sosa, Bonds, Griffey, A-Rod is what we have. Yeah, because, I mean, with it being post-1990, the four, the fifth guy is going to be in somebody crazy like Adam Dunn, Joey Gallo, somebody who just hits absolute tanks, but, you know, you forget about them in the in the translation there. Yeah. Even like Ooh, Chris Adam Davis. Dunn, I, I kind of like Adam Dunn. I hate that he's been on so many teams because it's hard for me to like <laughs> really Diamond pinpoint backs, it and like White yeah Sox, right and then everybody yeah. else I mean, White Sox Reds. Uh, I was even thinking like for stadium bias with Todd Helton. Oh he's yeah, gonna, he's yeah. Gonna, he's gonna get an extra six or seven a year just from the altitude. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to go with the four? If we're gonna go with the fifth one, I would feel comfortable about Dunn more than the others, but I'm I'm definitely good with the four. I think we go with just the four on this one. I mean, Dunn was more of an afterthought. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, We'll check in with George Kenneth Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, Barry Bonds, and Sammy Sosa. And Kobe and Jimmer, what did you guys have? We wanted to play it a little bit safe here, and we just went with uh, A-Royd, as you say. I mean, I, I can't put Royds into the other two's names, but same deal, right? Bonds and Sosa. So we just went with three. All right. Well, both teams are receiving points. Your correct answers are A-Rod, Sosa, Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey, and Adam Dunn. Oh, yeah. as, as no! Soon as, soon as, as soon as Drew said it, I was like, damn, I think it is Adam I, Dunn. I, I'm going to give you a little David Lux know your host. He, he, he comes up for me so many times when I go research stupid uh. stats things. He has so many stupid stats that make absolutely no sense. So, he anyway, there's an entire YouTube video of just yeah. 
is unrealistic stats. Like, hey, that's a good pull, though. I felt good about it too. I was yes. like, if you if you would have been willing to do it, I was totally ready to to do it because yes, he just hits uh, so many. He's the true he's the true two outcome player on the good side. Yeah. And really quickly, though. quickly, by the way, I just want to tell you, I'm pretty sure that neither Stanton, if you're talking about Josh Hamilton, neither Stanton nor Hamilton probably did this more than once, no. maybe twice. Stan, Stan, Stanton gets hurt too much. Yeah, he gets hurt way too much. All right. Our final list. Since the NBA started counting blocks and steals as official stats in 73-74, which, by the way, was the year after Wilt retired, Dave Cowens was the first player to lead his team in all five major statistical categories in the same season. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, and steals. I want you to tell me the other five players who have done it since. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're going to check in, David. All right. Kobe and Jimmer have checked in. About a minute left for a look at the lion. Decide what you're going to do. Okay. Okay, Drew, we can talk it out. Um, I mean, I think we're pretty close to logging in. It's whether we want to do a fifth or not. Yeah. I feel a like fifth. that's really greedy, especially when... David said he this said is hard. Like, yeah. yeah. It's going to be some random dude in you know, 1987 for no reason. So, yeah, I would feel, and especially because he was a true center, I think maybe keeping Olajuwon out is probably smart. Even yes. though during 94, 95, he, just, he did everything. I mean, and, I and Kenny every, Smith, every... Kenny Smith was a pass first point. Yeah, yeah. It just, let's leave him off. So, I like... Jokic and James and Giannis for sure. And then, like I said, I think the sneaky one, like we both were on to, is Scottie Pippen when uh, Jordan was gone. Yeah, I agree. I think that would be the absolute, the, the sneaky fourth there, just because he only had like that real brief, brief stint to have that happen. Right. So you good with the four then? I think so. Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably a good idea. And, Okay. Olajuwon, I think we I think we just go with the four. Yeah. Okay. So David, we're checking in with uh Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, LeBron, and Scottie Pippen. Okay. And Kobe and Jimmer, what did you guys have? Oh, Scottie Pippen's such a good shout. I wish we would have thought of him. That that's such a good one. Uh we thought of his teammate. Um so we said Michael Jordan. Uh we said LeBron James. On, probably on the early those early Cavs teams. And then our third one that we checked in with is Kevin Garnett. So one team is receiving points. I will tell you amazingly, and the reason I find this question so difficult is that there just seems to be a lot to choose from and very little to hold on to. I will tell you that one team, only one team is receiving points and that between the two teams, you covered all five correct answers. So here are the oh. answers in reverse chronological order. Jokic. In 21-22, Giannis in 16-17, LeBron James actually did it twice, Kevin Garnett in 02-03, and Scottie Pippen oh! in 94-95. <laughs> yes. I'm just I'm glad I got KG because oh. <laughs> oh, as soon God. as you said KG, like sparks, I was like, yep, that's a hundred percent. It scared oh, me a lot. Oh <laughs> man, I am so wow. impressed you pulled Scotty Pippen. Like I said, it's not like that's these guys a great are pull. These guys are all Hall of Famers. It's not. It's not like it's hard that way. It's hard just because it's like, where do you go with this? But when oh, I saw we this threw list, out Westbrook and yeah, Rob. Yeah. Well, I guess Robertson wouldn't have counted. Would have been too, too, yeah, too far yeah, back. Too early. early but, he would have been, that's why I gave you. That's why I was framing it up 
but since Dave Cowens did it first. I mean, we threw out we threw out Fat Lever because it's Fat Lever. Hey, (laughs) hey, and shout out to shout out to Drew because he talked me into Jokic. I didn't want to take Jokic because I was like, I could see Aaron Aaron Gordon leading in blocks or something, or Jamal Murray or the fact, yeah, Jamal Murray something. And so, yeah, good nice work. Like Aaron Gordon is like your prime wing defender to let MPJ just be garbage. <laughs> so, uh, so Seattle like, High School there. legend Michael Porter Jr. Dante Porter. Great. Oh, Michael Porter. Great, perfect. All right. After the third quarter, we have a bit of a widening gap. Thanks to that question, the look of the lion now has 330 points, and Kobe and Jimmer still very much in it with 285 points. That will bring us wow. to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Here we go. The questions for the fourth quarter are categories. Question one, excellent. Question two, good. Question three, fair. And question four, bad. So, Excellent will pertain to 40-40 players in MLB. Good pertains to NFL drafts. Fair pertains to NBA All-Stars. And bad pertains to NFL history. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one of the fourth quarter. Category is excellent. On Sunday, June 18th, in his 200th career game, Julio Rodriguez, Mariners 2B legend, became the second fastest player since 1900 to reach 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases for his career. What active National League player was the fastest to 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases in his career, which he did in only 185 games? Hint, he's never had more than 25 steals in a season. We're going to check in. The look of the lion has checked in kobe and jimmer you have about a minute to talk this out all right my initial my my initial thoughts were that it's someone on the padres now right soto tatis jr machado but you don't think it's manny and i'll take i'll defer to you on on yeah i just don't think he hit for power that early yeah soto often soto makes a lot of sense he came up he was really good especially with the power right from the start and he's not a big steals guy but nobody I, is know. right now, right? So, but Harper. Well, Harper... well, that is not true. There are like several guys with thirty-five or more steals right now, okay. and it's amazing to see because steals are kind of back. So I'd say Soto over, like yeah, Bryce, Har- Bryce Harper that you mentioned Harp- before. Yeah, Harper Lindor with the steals. Is, yeah, so yeah. Francisco Lindor you, you mentioned is another one that's that's a possibility, and I just yeah. don't know the, enough. His about his, his power, I think his power kind of came a little bit after though. Not not right away. Yeah. I think so with I th- Lindor. Right. And then Tatis was your other question mark. So, like, I think Tatis or Soto, either one of them could possibly be it. Yeah. I'm, again, this could also even just be someone we haven't. Like, this could be Charlie Blackman. You know what I mean? Like, right. this could be. Could be Jazz Chisholm. Um, honestly, it could be Jazz Chisholm, but it's probably not based on the. <laughs> having come up earlier in the game. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. Where's where's your gut, Scott? You, you've done I'm, this I'm. I'm probably between the two Padres guys, and I really don't know which one. I was going to better about. Yeah, yeah, I felt Soto maybe with know, the steals. One. I feel better about Tatis than because him. yeah. But Soto, I feel. I think power wise, I feel maybe the same. Yeah. So then 
Tatis, you're kind of leaning Tatis then, right? I am leaning Tatis just just with the steals. And yeah. he it makes sense he wouldn't have more than the 20th season because he has been hurt. He hasn't really played like a well, and then he got suspended. A, that's what I mean. He hasn't really played like a full season. So that would also make sense that he wouldn't have more than 25 in a particular season. That does make sense. Okay. So I'm good there. Yeah. All right, David. We are going to check in with Fernando Tatis Jr. for 80 points. All right. And the look of the lion. What did you guys have? Well, <laughs> I feel bad because uh I threw Drew under the bus because I just sat there for a while because I knew this immediately. Because I watch every Mariners game. And when your team is barely floating at 500 and you're just wondering why they constructed the team this way and think you got a lot to think about. And when they do have milestones, they talk about them. So, uh, yeah, I just knew it because of this. And uh, it was very frustrating to hear you guys seemingly leading towards Juan Soto and then <laughs> effing U-turning and sliding into Fernando Tatis Jr. And that is what we checked in with for 100 points. Both teams are receiving points well broken down by the Kobe and Jimmer team and, and mm. you know, way to pay attention uh, to, to your Mariners broadcast by the look of the lion. Yeah, so, so I mean, you guys pretty much nailed it. I mean, Tatis, he came up and he had a sort of a typical rookie season. He was 22-16. Then the next year he was 11, 11. Um, and, but that was the strike that not the strikes or near that was the COVID, COVID. Year, right? Yeah. The year after that, he had 42 home runs and that's what put him over the top and 25 steals. So he actually didn't get there until his third season, mm -hmm. but in total number of games in aggregate, he was at 185 games. So, yeah. And I, I specifically put in the hint about never having more than 25 steals because I was afraid that the obvious guess would be Acuna. No, well, that's who I, yeah, it was like, he has 35 steals right now. So. Who, right. Who, by the way, as of tonight, we are not quite at the halfway point of the season and Acuna is at 1937. It is unbelievable what kind of pace this guy is on. I mean, he could do 40, 60 and it would not be crazy, which would be on, you know, that would be unprecedented. So yeah. anyway. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah, but real quick, before we move on, do we yeah. have to put an asterisk next to it? If he hits it. Who, which one? Oh, because because of the size of the bags and all that stuff. No. Uh, well, uh, because of the limited number of pickoff moves. Ah, uh, that's yeah, fair. that's fair. Maybe, maybe. Um, it's just a thought. I don't really care either way. I was just like, I don't know how people feel about it. I couldn't throw him out. He looks plenty fast to me. He's he's so, he's so good. He's also batting three thirty. Like I I he's he's, he's an so unbelievable good, player. Yeah. He's so he's yeah. one of those guys who's just fun to watch. Were you gonna say, Drew? Oh, I was saying I, I'm still I'm still mad that it wasn't a forty forty single season question i was like i know all four of these i know guys. i know <laughs> i know me too dude would i do that like, it's a david you, game i no. know it's a david game i gotta i gotta i gotta do a little bit of bait and switch here all right question Gosh. number two category is good we all know that in 2000 tom brady was the 199th pick of the draft in that draft there were only two quarterbacks taken before him that won at least five games as a starting quarterback in the nfl and both came from schools in the same state which by the way is the 39th most populous, populous state in the U.S. I want you to name both quarterbacks. This stupid list, Giovanni Carmazza list. That's <laughs> what this list is called. It's, it's the like Giovanni the first Carmazza name that list. always pops up about it's, quarterbacks. It's the, yeah, it's the, it's the Giovanni Carmazza list. That's what <laughs> this is. I'm sorry, I just, just realized why you said and, that, of course. And yes. I can say that because he is not one of the answers. So, <laughs> David, we are going to check in. All right, the look of the lion has checked in. Kobe and Jimmer, you have about a minute and a half to come up with some answers. I'm gonna. Uh, this is ridiculous, just, but I'm just, trying to think about the 39th most populous U.S. state. 
Sure, sure. <laughs> just or just start naming football teams and their quarterbacks in the early two thousands. Because so one's Mark Bolger for sure. Mark Bolger is one of the answers. I know that. I don't know where he went to college, so that's not helping. Yeah, I thought it was like a big, t- big time the same state. ten school, and I cannot for the life of me. I do not think it was like a you know um, big twelve. So. Who are some teams and their quarterbacks in the early 2000s? Everybody I'm thinking of is like a few years after this, like Kyle Bowler and guys like that. I'm thinking like Midwest State, like a state like Iowa. So was there a quarterback from like Iowa, Iowa State? Two schools I'm thinking about in there. Don't know. Indiana, Purdue. Josh, it's it's probably like Kentucky or something like that. So I, I just don't know if that's gonna. I mean, two schools in Kentucky that you would have. I mean, there's there's, there's Louisville like, and there's Kentucky. What about like our Oklahoma and Oklahoma State? Where would he have played? Maybe at one of those schools, and like who would have come out of Oklahoma or something like that? That would have been in the NFL. I don't know. Two thousand. Oh wait, is 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 Chris Winky the two thousand draft? Okay, he so he's Florida one. State. So then where he, would where would Bolter, I mean, there's a lot of schools in Florida, so I'm just thinking like it's true. I, is is Winky 2000? I feel like he is. Let's do yeah. that. Go for it. Because we got nothing else. I think we got to go with that. So right, we're gonna, Winky we're gonna, and Bulger? Yeah. yeah, we're going to check in with uh, Chris Winky and Mark Bulger for 80 points. Okay. And uh, look at the line. What would you guys have? Yeah, Marcus was awesome. He threw out Mark Bulger right away. And I was like, love the name. Uh, where did he go to school? He told me West Virginia. So I was like, I think Chad Pennington went to Marshall. And yep. Marshall Definitely Pennington. West Virginia. So we went it with Pennington and Bulger. For 100 Four. points. Oof. One, one team is receiving that 100 points. And yeah, it could not have possibly been Chris Wenke anyway. Because I think he was 2001. But more importantly, yeah. Florida is definitely not in the 38th, 39th, 40th uh, oh, population. But... Anyway, yes, the correct answer is Chad Pennington and Mark Bulger from Marshall and West Virginia, respectively. Bulger was, uh, his career record was 41 and 54. No, sorry, that's Pet. No, Bulger was, yeah, Bulger was 41 and 54. Pennington was 46 and 41. So, anyway, we will move China, on. Shine it all, Chad. Why did I, I can't believe I forgot about Chad Pennington. Uh, me too. I was, yeah. I was scrambling, <laughs> like, because I'm just telling Drew, like, I'm like, this is the worst part. I don't want to leave them with a ton of time. Because right. I left you guys with like basically a minute last time and you talked your way into it. And I was like, all right, let's hold on to this because I totally forgot. Hey, Scott, don't feel bad. Drew was the one who came through with that. Cause I was like, I know Mark Bolger. It's like, and I know how did to we West forget Virginia. the guy that went in the first round? The guy who, when he retired was the most accurate passer in NFL history. I have no yeah. idea why I didn't yeah, remember. We, just, we, uh, we got like the, the college. We had to know the college. Yep. That was a great pull. All right. Yeah. Well done. Really well done. I forgot that Marcus is kind of a sneaky West Virginia fan, aren't you? You kind of have this West Virginia. I've heard you ask questions about West Virginia in the past. I mean, I like West Virginia. From I just the love West Virginia. Yeah, like when West Virginia was good. Like, it sucks that they're bad at football. Like, I feel like college football, that's a sneaky team where it's better when yeah. West Virginia is good. Yeah. Agreed. Get Rich you. Rod back in there. <laughs> well, they're All also right. losing Bob Huggins. <laughs> that's true. Right. Well, well. He's losing Maybe. himself. Yeah. He had some Justin Blackman esque uh, 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 blood alcohol level, which is which is absurd. Saying something, especially for his age. Yeah, that's very true. Question three, category is fair. In 2015, which former NBA All Star was banned from the Orange County Fair in California for winning too many prizes in the basketball hoops game? 
at least it wasn't the shoot the star game. David, we're going to check in. All right, Marcus. I'm sorry. Uh, the look of the lion has checked in. Kobe and Jimmer, I need an answer in about 10 seconds. We we literally have nothing. Not not a single thing. Here, here's my only. And so I think maybe a California team because this is in California, right? So then Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, Kings. I can think of one guy that played for three out of those four teams. He's a former all-star and his name is Mitch Richmond. And that's all I've got because he played for the Lakers, the Kings and the Warriors. Did he, is there like a team, like the shooting stars or something like that? Like, I don't reason, know, but, or just somebody who's yeah. Okay. Mitch Richmond's a pretty good one though. I literally have, I mean, it's not, but like, I, I have nothing to go off of. Okay. On so, this question. But you're checking in with Mitch Richmond. Yeah. Sure. We are. Okay. Yeah. For we're going to lose 40 points on Mitch Richmond. Okay. And Kobe and oh sorry and look at the lions, <laughs> look at the lion. What did you guys have? So, so uh, we I took the shoot as being the clue and thought of those pre Morant with uh, possibly some firearm issues. Marcus said uh, no to the Elkar Indiana legend Sean Kemp. Uh, <laughs> so we went with uh, Gilbert Arenas. Oh, oh, hold sorry. on for fifty points. Fifty points. Oh, one man. one team will be receiving points. Yes, <laughs> yes. The clue was the shoot the star game, and yes, the answer is Gilbert Arenas. All about the shooting. It was all oh, about man. Gilbert Arenas. Okay. With, with firearms issues. <laughs> and then, and then, yes. And then the part that I was laughing so hard is because he's like, "Who is uh, in trouble with firearms?" Or he said Arenas because he was thinking of that, and I was like, "I don't know why it would be Gilbert Arenas." And then he goes, "Who was in trouble with firearms pre Morant?" And I was like, "Gilbert Arenas." And then he said, "Javaris Crittenden." And I was like, oh, "Yeah, oh, they were gonna shoot each other in the locker gonna, room." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was dying because he. You know what? He played for the Lakers. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> All right, we have come to our final question. It is very simple and not much of a David question. Question four, category is bad. What NFL team? has won the fewest division titles since the AFL-NFL merger. No, we can check in. All right, Kobe and Jimmer have checked in. Uh, the look of the lion, you have two minutes. Yeah, I'm definitely going to defer to you on this one. This is definitely more more your edge than mine. But I was thinking about even, even newer franchise and just haven't had a whole lot of time to rack up wins like Jacksonville or the Texans, both, you know, newer franchise in the grand scheme of it and in the same division so if one were to win it'd block the other ones yeah yeah and the and the thing is too we're thinking of i mean it could be a team that's good but just gets into the wild card every year it doesn't necessarily have to be a team that's yeah. just straight up bad because the Bengals were that way because the cincinnati Bengals were that way for a long time with the steelers kind of just dominating it yeah, um, but they had that run in the eight in the late eighties. Yeah, that's the only thing that weren't too, great. Is moving in from is moving to the from the Anderson to the Boomer seasons. Yeah, because I'm like I'm thinking of somebody like New Orleans because despite the fact that they were were good the whole time that Breeze was there, like they had um, Carolina with Cam Newton had a few years where they were really good. Had and to... Jake Delhomme back in the day too. They still yeah. took up his bowls there too. They they could be one. And like I said, Arizona and Detroit. Here's a sneaky one that I'm like upset about a little bit. <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to think of how many division titles the Seahawks have won because they've been a wild card team a lot. 
they're just in a really tough division too. So that's kind of my next thought process was if it's not new, it's probably someone who's just, even if they go eight and seven or eight and eight, eight and nine now, I mean, that's still getting boxed out by. Yeah. Cause like you said, the Cardinals have had a couple of years where they were good. And then Detroit, I mean, they've been bad. I don't know. I kind (sighs) of like the saints. I don't know why. But I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like that. Doesn't seem like it. Uh, I mean, they're known for losing for so long, and then they so had, long. And then again, yeah, like you said, that uh, the Panthers boxed them out a couple of times. All they right, were guys. boxed out by the Falcons a few times. I need, I need uh, a consensus and an answer. Do you want to just say the Saints? The Saints yeah, I think we wrote it. the Saints. Okay, we'll check in with the New Orleans Saints for eighty points. Okay. And Kobe and Jimmer. Yeah, we were talking about uh, a couple different teams. We talked about the Lions as a possibility, getting blocked out by the Packers, Vikings, and and Bears. Um, But ultimately, we settled on the Cardinals, thinking, you know, they're originally NFC East, pretty top-heavy division. Um, And then in the NFC West, which is a pretty tough division, we, you know, I think the the year they went to the Super Bowl, they were a wild card. So we ended up going with the – Chicago, St. Louis, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona Cardinals franchise. For 75. Fair enough. Neither team is actually receiving points. The correct answer was surprising to me when I saw this stat, and so I had to work it into a question. The correct answer, with only two division titles since the merger, is the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, oh that's right. the first name. It's the first too. thing he said. Oh man! So that the bottom that actually makes sense. The bottom of the list looks like Jets are at two, the Lions are at three, Jaguars are at four. Of course, they haven't had as long to do it. The Cardinals are at five. So you guys were you guys were at least in the ballpark. Then we got a mess of teams at six. I think the Panthers, the Falcons, the Texans, maybe even the Browns. The Saints were something like eleven or something because I think they've been yeah. in a, a pretty crappy division. For yeah, a I guess those teams in the uh, that had the um, the the that set of linebackers in the nineties, they were actually okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. interesting. That, yeah, that does make sense though too because the Jets get in; they've gotten in as a wild. I sort of thought of that when, I was, when you're going through the AFC. I'm like, did the Jets? But I'm like, no, because like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like, no. I was thinking of the of the Rex Ryan teams, but that probably was a wild card team. With they the were wild cards. Yeah. yeah. Were, and then because the, cause the Bengals lost back to back wild cards against the jets when they were yeah. both wild card teams. With Martin yeah. Lewis. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, our game has sadly come to an end and here are the final scores. Kobe and Jimmer finished with a respectable, well, kind of the wheels came off a little bit there, but 170 <laughs> points, but our clipboard <laughs> Clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Jacoby Brissett award with 500 points is the look of the lion. So there we go. Drew and Josh. Well done. Thank you both for coming. I want to give you guys both a chance to, uh, to say whatever you want. Let's have, uh, I guess in trivia tradition, we'll let Josh go first since he's part of the wheels coming off. Josh, Josh, what have you got to say? Now the wheels came off. I had nothing to say. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, great game, David. Definitely very cerebral in trying to think about how all those various components fit together. A lot of fun. I've been listening to you guys for a while and uh, really enjoyed just getting on. And uh, yeah, take my say my kids wanted me to say hi. They listen to you guys in the car and they think you're funny. So, you know, that's great. And uh, my wife was like, yeah, go play the game. So, you know, shout out to my family. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Hey to Josh kids, Josh's kids. We'll get um, to, we'll get to Drew's daughter in a something. minute. But, no, you're not yeah. allowed. 
You're not. No, around. I am because uh, oh, we geez. have a brand new guest. And All right. I just want to say, honestly, to both of you. Uh, so this was last minute for both of our guests here. So yeah. we were scrambling to to get players, and we reached out on Patreon, and both of you responded within minutes, um, and were available. So honestly, thank you for both of you because we likely wouldn't have had a recording tonight otherwise. Um, and I also just want to say to Josh real quick that you know this doesn't really count. Uh, because you didn't get wheelhouses so the good thing is with this loss is next time you'll get Eid and you'll get wheelhouse questions so like it will get better i promise the problem right. is that we have to endure seahawks questions with marcus on the other side potentially if that's not my problem that would be good for me <laughs> that's probably true all right drew share some wisdom before we go oh lord wisdom that's a tough one <laughs> no, uh, I've been listening to you guys for a while i kind of read it what josh said just been listening for a long time love trivia love to get on uh, you know, new job, new schedule allows me some more time. I just happened to see the uh, the update when you guys sent that out earlier today on Patreon. I was like, you know what? Let's, you know, I got some time. Let's try this. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, I want to echo what, what Scott said. It's always great when we get people who can jump on last minute because we just had – we, we just had people who were sort of falling by the wayside tonight. We just had last minute conflicts and personal conflicts. So thank you to both of you for coming on. And and even more so, thank you just for being listeners and for supporting the podcast to keep to allow us to keep doing what we're doing. It's it's great to have it's great to have people out there who are sort of loyal listeners and, and want to come on and, and play our reindeer games. So this is a ton of fun. So I guess that that only leaves me to sort of wrap us up and say on behalf of Scott and Marcus and all the bench warmers. Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP.